Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today I've got Tom James Leon and he is the founder of Vagabond Digital. Hiya Tom. Hey Daniel, how are you doing? Very good mate, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. In the midst of uh, Q4, so all good. All yes, games. I can't believe it's nearly 2023, it's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> this year has gone so fast, hasn't it? I thought so COVID fast. years were fast, but this year's flown by as well. I know. Um, Tom, should we jump straight in and do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? Yes, of course. So I run a paid media agency. Um, we specialize in PPC, pay-per-click advertising and paid social and creative. And more and more we're doing influencer marketing as well. So we work with loads of different types of brands lots of different verticals we don't tend to niche down in anything specific uh, but we definitely do have a leaning towards e-commerce brands so um, a lot of kind of d2c based brands but we also have some SaaS businesses and some b2b businesses as well so that's kind of us in a nutshell i'd say interesting so why did you go into marketing i've listened to a few of your podcast and it seems to be this similar answer for uh, most people in marketing is that you fall into marketing um, so when I was at uni I actually studied screenwriting for films oh very cool yeah I thought I was going to go into into Hollywood and, and tear it up there but uh, <laughs> I soon realized it was a, a very very difficult thing to get into and uh only prodigies seem to make it at such a young age. I think you need to, some life experiences first for, for the most part. Um, but whilst I was there, I actually started some YouTube channels, um, which you know managed to fund some of my uni activities um, and got, kind of got into marketing through that, through just marketing the channels. So they were... Yeah, pretty basic channels but it was taking music that was in in the public domain and kind of pa packaging it up and putting a nice little video and everything to it um but through that kind of got into adsense and social media marketing and seo as well so when i came out of uni uh, that was the type of job that i looked for rather than stuff in the film industry i, I was looking to to work for an agency in, in the marketing space actually moved back home to uh, Lancaster, which is where I'm from. I, I went to university in Bournemouth, as, as far away as I could get. <laughs> um, and yeah, ended up working for an agency there. Um, worked my way up through, kind of, again, kind of fell into, I didn't know what exact role I wanted or anything within marketing, but just knew I wanted to work at an agency. And yeah, kind of fell into paid media, realized I really liked it. I think, um, you know, uh, numbers and data, I, I do get uh, a bit of a kick out of, of crunching things like that. So um, it, it worked quite well. And then I also think my degree and my you know love and interest in film does help as well, because I think as I've got into it more and more, you realize a lot of marketing is just storytelling mm. um, storytelling with data to back it up usually. So. So it was a nice mix. I kind of, you know, landed on my feet there, worked my way up until um, I was managing the whole department. Um, and then I went freelance. I think um, it was, I, you know, I didn't have the full intention of setting up an agency to begin with. 
but I always wanted to go traveling. So, uh, well, I, I had a gap year before university where I went to Southeast Asia and that's where I really fell in love with traveling. So ever, ever since then, I always had this idea of going and doing a bigger trip. So when the opportunity arose, I went and traveled around South America and the States and a little bit of Central America for about two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And whilst I was there, I was just freelancing on just a handful of clients. And then only when I came back and I was kind of trying to figure out what 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 was the next move, um, did things start kind of snowballing, getting introductions to certain businesses. And it got to a point where you know, it was too much for one freelancer. So the, the decision was, do I carry on as a freelancer and turn business away? Um, and, you know, I guess not fulfill some of my ambitions or or do I go full hog and, and start working on, on it as an agency? So I so went for the latter and here we are. So wow, quite quite a journey. So yeah. jumping back into your time at university and you were teaching yourself the skills you would later rely on. Do you think that's a common thread? I think certainly from the people we've had on the podcast. It's very, very doable to teach yourself the skills you need for marketing, right? To an extent, yeah. Um, I definitely, yeah, I don't think these days, depending on what type of marketing you go into, I don't think the degree is necessarily necessary. Um, And a lot of the skills you can teach yourself, I I do think there's a a lot involved with it. Uh, There's a lot of resource and in, in many ways, there's too much resource these days. There's a lot of these kind of fake gurus online and all mm. these types of courses that you can buy. So sifting through that to find stuff that is actually good um, is sometimes a little tricky. And then I think um, I think you do need other, other skills as well with marketing. It's not just the execution and implementation. It's the strategy. It's, um, it's the principles that go into a campaign. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I definitely am a I, I definitely was self taught, and then I think when I got into the agency, I realised that I hadn't actually learned that much, and mm. um, so then that kind of really expedited my learnings. And I think um, one of the beauties about what we do is that although sometimes they are painful, the tech platforms we work with, they do have a lot of material. So Facebook ads, for example, have their own complete course. Um, Google ads there's loads of material that they have you can sit their exams etc so there is a way to get a very good baseline to get into that industry I think it, it is one of the one of the tricky things of our industry as well is that the, the barrier to entry is so low so I think um, a lot of people can enter and doesn't necessarily mean it's good mm. so uh, one thing that I guess we struggle with as an agency at times is selling to businesses that have maybe been burnt in the past or mm. you know had a bad experience. So what we tend to find is um, it's difficult to get them on board in the first place. But then when they are on board and they can see that we do things properly and communication is good and performance is good, we tend to get a lot of loyalty back. Um, so it's kind of two sides of the coin there and i think um you know it can can benefit you in the long run if you do things properly sure um, and and you mentioned sort of data 
um, which is not really a conversation we tend to have a lot when we talk about marketing, but is actually something that really sort of interests me in the whole marketing world. The sort of sales data, that kind of part of the world, which just doesn't get talked about. It's always about the content and the, you know, the nice, I guess the sexy stuff for, for want of a yeah. better word. But it, that's actually such a crucial part of marketing, isn't it? The data and, and being able to actually then, like you've just said, sell to your clients. 100%. Yeah. I think especially in digital marketing, um, you know, we do have clients that um, do a lot of traditional marketing as well. And there's, you know, there's tons of merit in that. And I think I've learned loads about that as I've progressed in my career. I used to be very, you know, very, very data driven and say, you know, everything needs to come back to the data. But sometimes big campaign ideas and brand activity is very tricky to measure. There are obviously ways to do it, but it is tricky. Um, but yeah, in terms of digital marketing, I think it's at the core of everything, really, even even the creative stuff. So, you know, on paid social, for example, we always got this data driven creative. It's not just creative. So, you know, we look at every ad as, as kind of modular. So is are people clicking through within the first three seconds? If not, can we change the first three seconds? If they're getting past the first three seconds, then then dropping off. Can we then change the next three seconds? So looking at things quite modular like that. Mm. Um, so, you know, some people might think it takes the fun out of it a little bit, but um, I think there's definitely still room for creativity. I just think the data does the talking. We we, we say that all the time internally at our agency. Like we let the data do the talking. You know, we've got loads of experience within the team. So I feel like you start in a better place than if you were just starting from scratch of no experience ultimately even with experience it doesn't mean your assumptions are correct so we might you know think this ad looks amazing test it against an ad that everyone on the team thinks looks rubbish but if the, if the ad that looks rubbish outperforms based on data then we let the data do the talking we go with the the winning ad so yeah i think i think data is a, a massive component of it and it's you know there's also a very tricky period within the industry coming up with the, the loss of third-party cookies, which is happening next year, um, which is just going to make tracking a whole lot more difficult. We already have issues following the iOS 14.5 update last year. Um, so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky. Um, the, the more data we lose, it in some ways it goes back to some kind of old school types of testing, more kind of A to B black and white type testing um but yeah with data being so important um and obviously the barrier of entry like you said is fairly low you know there's not a great amount of restrictions on agencies starting up and doing things um do you think people may be getting into the industry a little bit uh go into it from more of a creative side and don't actually understand or realize how much um maybe data there is to actually work with um as a uh marketer yeah i think i think uh I think it's both still. Um, I think some people are more creative, some more data-driven. Um, we do try to find that there's people that kind of cover both. They're obviously more rare. Um, it doesn't always have to be. We have some very creative people um, for more creative roles, but we do try to get them to look at the data as well when, when making decisions on, on creatives um and vice versa to be honest um i think 
so you know people have knacks for certain things um so you know some of it you, you can't teach and train but we do also have tons of training material and lots of different types of thinkers within the business so you know constantly challenging the way things are done um but yeah no i i wouldn't necessarily say that more people come into it thinking it's going to be creative i think um there's a lot of a lot of people that come into it on on the back of data as well um and the maths involved with with some things i mean i say maths as if you're there kind of crunching numbers yourself obviously the computers do that most of the time and it's more i think the data side when people get it it's more about applying context to data because i think you know take ppc for example it, the data if you look at raw data it might show that a certain keyword or a certain asset group looks really bad but you need to be able to apply context around that based on what you know is going on in the account, what you know are the external factors, what you know are the business objectives, et cetera. So I think that's one of the key components as well. That leads quite nicely on to um, what do you think are some of the critical personality traits that um, really help someone thrive in uh, this industry? Good question. Um, I think uh, critical thinking and and being able to be open to to new ideas is is a big one we spend quite a bit of our time challenging each other um internally you know because there's different trains of thoughts on how to do things i think as well i guess similar to that is is just a, a test and learn approach to everything so you know not being too set in a in your certain ways or definitions of things i think being able to make u-turns which gets ridiculed in the media making a u-turn but i think in marketing it's it's really important because if something's not going right and you're spending money on on something that's not going right i think being able to make a u-turn and go down another path is, is super important um i think as well i mean it's for us it's not just about the performance side of things there's there's communication as well i think you know we try to really ingrain into our clients businesses um and kind of almost act as kind of outsource cmos in some ways and with that you've got lots of stakeholders as well so um being able to communicate effectively is a, is a big thing um and yeah, I guess that it is that marriage between data and creativity as well. So having having some interest in one of those areas would be definitely beneficial. Um, and then all the all the standard stuff, which I, I guess applies to every every role, is just hard work and determination and willing willingness to learn. They're all super important. I mean, our, our industry changes so fast. I'm sure plenty of others do as well, but it it, it really does change quickly um so you constantly out of your comfort zone in some ways you constantly have to be learning so i think that that's really important as well and what for you has been the biggest positive since you went into this industry for yourself you know something that you've done or an opportunity that's come about because you went into this industry i think um i think the people i mean first and foremost that you know the team we're building at vagabond um, you know so impressed with them every day and they keep pushing the boundaries of of performance for our clients and and and, and all the different ideas and everything that everyone brings so that's 
definitely one thing and then from the client's perspective you know we're working with some super exciting brands now you know brands that i can you know didn't expect that we could have been working with you know this we're a really young agency to be honest and you know working with some really impressive brands so um i think that i think you know getting into a room with some of these brands with you know some veterans of of the marketing industry or veterans of just the business world in general and being able to sit in a room with them and 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 talk and and learn from them because there's so many smart people that we work with um i think that's that's a that's a big thing for me personally um but also i guess in those meetings being able to hold our own and you know then look to us for advice for things and and stuff like that and just becoming you know specialists at what we do i think um all that's pretty exciting you know I'm, I'm super excited about the trajectory that we've got as a as an agency and where we're going and um all the things that we can achieve on the uh, flip side of that what's been some of the biggest challenges you've uh, come across working in this industry well I, I think we're about to go through probably the biggest challenge uh with everything that's happening in the economy um consumer confidence etc um i think you know all of our clients can be leaning on us as well marketing's one of those one of those departments in any business where you know people look at how much they're spending i guess and you know whether there's different ways to do things more efficient ways to do things i think um you know i think the whole the whole nation potentially even the whole world um is is going to go through quite a difficult time over the next year so just being prepared for that um you know trying to do things in a a really cost effective way i think we're in a a really strong position with many of our clients having you know being digital businesses in the first place i guess um and having having a, a good year previously but then this year making sure that we don't slow things down too much we keep building new customers into all the funnels that we're that we've got with our clients so i think that's going to be tricky um but yeah ready but also seeing it as an opportunity to be honest because you know whenever things like this happen there's there are always opportunities i think as as long as we continue doing what we're doing as long as we keep communication good with our clients hopefully we'll be in a good position with them and then who knows in terms of new clients as well whether you know clients start businesses start looking elsewhere or looking for cheaper alternatives to some of the the big big agencies out there so so yeah so mm. and if somebody was to look to get a job uh, at Vagapon what would you be looking for how could they stand out when they you know you're sending in a cv we talk about all the time it's not really uh, how to stand out these days, shall we say? Um, we, we've talked a lot on this podcast about using LinkedIn and creating portfolios and things like that. But what are some things that people can do to help stand out when they're going for jobs at places like Vagabond? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. We 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 do get a lot of applicants, and it's actually very rare that they do stand out. So um, it's a very good question. Something that stands out is just having a more direct approach to us rather than just ticking a box that sends your CV off to a LinkedIn job post. Uh, because most come via that. 
So even just a you know going to the trouble of finding out my direct email address, which is is quite easy to find, um, and email me directly, uh, including a video, something like that, really helps. Um, yeah, just something a little bit out of the ordinary, I think, would definitely catch our attention. So, um, yeah, I mean. CVs, uh, love-hate relationship with them, I guess. Um, I think they're kind of the blurbs at the top. Uh, I don't know how much Everybody's got they. the same, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. I am an incredibly That's really and unique. hard-working you know person. <laughs> <laughs> the same player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> I think we tend to skip over them, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, in our industry, it it is important to to know what people's experience is as well. So, you know, I know a lot of uh, other agencies that kind of grew really fast, like uh, Social Chain and, and Rise at Seven, we're, we're doing kind of sending a, a creative, a creative idea for a CV or something. And, you know, people are setting up FIFA games with their name as a player and, and stuff like that it's cool and all um but we do you know ultimately we do need to see what people have been doing as well uh, but there's definitely ways to stand out with your cv versus just a, a very standard looking cv that's just clicked a button to to attach to a job ad um yeah i think some of our it's a good question because i think some of our staff did do stuff that was a little bit different, which was was literally just like you know finding out how to contact me directly. Um, so yeah. And uh, would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I yeah, I do really enjoy it. Um, obviously, there are loads of ups and downs, as the I'm sure are with with every business, but. Um, yeah, I you know I get a kick out of it. So um, you know when when performance is really strong and it's off the back of something that we've done, it's, it's a really really good feeling. Um, and yeah, I think I, I do think you know the contacts that are made, etc. You know, the, the learning about how dif- different businesses are run. You know, one one thing that I guess when I say about the outsourced CMO role is we do try to learn more about businesses and than just our channels whatever we're running and, and, and through that yeah there's, a, there's loads of interesting stuff that we get access to and mm. conversations that we're a part of so 100 percent, yes brilliant well thank you so much for your time tonight tom it's been a pleasure chatting to you and hearing all about your career and i wish you the best of luck with uh, vagabond thanks very much it's been great cheers both thank you uh where can people find you find vagabond um see what you guys are up to yeah, so our website, vagabonddigital.co.uk, easiest way to find out about us and our clients and our services, et cetera. And then for me, uh, it's probably LinkedIn is is the best bet. I'm uh, not too active on other channels, but LinkedIn I'm, I'm a bit more active on. So, uh, yeah, it's just Tom-James-Lee. That's, um, I, I think I come, I think I'm the only one like that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, should be able to find me through there. Brilliant. Cheers, Tom. Thanks very much.